You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. Read where it says it's not his will that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. God did everything humanly and divinely possible to save our wretched souls. If we go to hell, God didn't send us there. We signed up for it. Amen. You need to realize God, it's not God. It's you running from God that's your problem. Amen. Uh, And God's not going to bend. What kind of a just and holy and righteous God would he be to bend his rules for every whim and wish of all mankind? Each and every one of us has heard the question, how can a loving God send someone to hell, at least once in our lives? As seemingly innocent or genuine as this question might seem, it's actually quite misleading and lacks the understanding of basic doctrine. As Pastor Gary will remind you in his message today, all of humanity has the free choice to accept the work on the cross. In his study, you'll learn that Scripture very clearly states that God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Now here's Pastor Gary in Genesis chapter 22 as he continues his message, All of Jesus for All of Man. Genesis chapter 22 and verse 8 said, uh, Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together and then skipped to verse 14. And Abram called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. So Jehovah Jireh is the name of God that says the Lord will provide himself. And also it means that the Lord will see. Now let me explain this to you. The Bible said uh, that teaches that Christ was the offering provided for us uh, for our complete redemption. And God is more than our provider. He is our very provision. The way it's worded, God will provide himself. In fact, that fulfillment did not happen that day. I know they found a ram caught in a thicket, but that wasn't who he was talking about. When it said God will provide himself, it was prophetic of the cross. Amen. I will provide myself as the lamb. Amen. Isn't that good? God will provide himself. So he's not just your provider. He's your provision. Amen. The Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And go ahead, America. Keep trying to live without God with all your stuff. And you'll find one day that your house will be left to you desolate you'll neither have God nor your stuff uh, because he's not he's more than just a Santa Claus amen Uh, he's the king of kings and lord of lords and he is your very provision uh, and without him you can do nothing America is not beyond falling and we don't like to talk about that Uh, but all nations shall be turned into hell that forget God you go ahead America you forget God And live with consequences that would make you think that God has forgotten you. And it's not His choosing. If you want to know what God wants to do, read where it says it's not His will that any should perish. 
but that all should come to repentance. God did everything humanly and divinely possible to save our wretched souls. If we go to hell, God didn't send us there. We signed up for it. Amen. You need to realize God, it's not God, it's you running from God that's your problem. Amen. Uh, and, and God's not going to bend. What kind of a just and holy and righteous God would he be to bend his rules for every whim and wish of all mankind? I mean, look at the world that we live in today, how chaotic it is and how confusing it is. Every man doing that which is right in his own eyes, that's not order, that's chaos, confusion, and deterioration. It's a big old mess. And, and you expect God to bend to every, everybody's desires and whims and wishes? No, we need truth. We need the way, and we need the life, and his name is Jesus. And if we'll bow to him and follow him, he can, he can lead us through this mess. Somebody say amen right there. The Lord will provide himself. Isaiah 53, 11 also said, He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Now think about God the Father seeing the travail of God the Son and being satisfied with his sacrifice. That means that when God looked at the blood sacrifice that his son shed abroad for remission of sin, he looked at it and he inspected the lamb and he found no fault in his son and he said that'll do it boy that'll wash away the sin of the whole wide world amen and I'm glad to tell you today that God is your provider but he did more than provide things for you he provided himself for you amen would you rather have the king's stuff or would you rather have the king's person in your house come on somebody and say amen I've got more than his things I've got him and that tells me that whether my my culprit runs dry or not that's okay because I've still got him uh, and he's the one that spoke things into existence he started out with nothing and spoke it into existence uh, amen they may not be a solution for your problem but God can speak a solution into your problem amen uh, God can figure out a way he makes a way where there is no way because there's no limit for him amen he's matchless and he's eternal and he's all powerful and he has provided his very being for you if you will follow him in faith and obedience amen glory to God I gotta hurry Exodus chapter 17 and verse number 15 the Bible said Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nissi he said because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Now, if you remember, Amalek was the aftermath of Esau, who was the one who forfeited his birthright, which is symbolic of choices which brought on the curse. And what the Bible's literally saying, uh, uh, Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nissi. What that means is the Lord is our banner or our victor or our captain and what that's talking about is the battle between the flesh and the spirit and our ability to overcome the power of the flesh through the spirit of God amen uh, and now if you follow your flesh it'll be as uh, Amalek it'll be as Esau it'll choose uh, the bowl of porridge uh, amen or the, the bowl of lentil soup uh, over the birthright any day uh, but when you learn that you can't live just by bread and stuff alone but by the word of God you'll learn to get some character about you you'll quit selling your soul uh, for politics and, and class 
clout and, and positions. Amen. And that's the way this world is today. People think they can climb up and be successful, but they're always, there's always a price sometimes seems like that comes with worldly success, isn't there? And people think that they're on top of the world when their soul is empty. They got all the money that, uh, they got all the things that money can buy and they don't have a thing that money can't buy. Amen. Uh, and I want to tell you today that I may not have the kind of money you have. I may not make the kind of money you make. I never will. Uh, but I wouldn't trade my life for yours for anything in the world because I've got Jesus Christ and he's enough for me. Amen. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, you can even try to corner me and starve me, but God won't let you starve me because he's my daddy and he'll put a whipping on you if he has to. Amen. Because uh, God's going to take care of me. Somebody say amen this morning. Glory to God. I'm talking about he's my banner, he's my victor, he's my captain, and he'll win the battles for me. He'll fight my battle. Song of Solomon said he brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. I'm glad that he's got a victory banner over me, and everybody that sees that banner flying over me says that's one of God's right there. Amen. And I'm glad to tell you that God's not ashamed of me because I'm not ashamed of him. Amen. Note that by the cross, Christ triumphed over principalities and powers. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14, the Bible says, Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. And you see, the devil was having a hate day in my life one day uh, he thought he had me backed in the corner he thought he had me whooped in my sin he thought he was going to take me down for the last time and take me to hell with him uh, until the gospel interrupted his schedule amen uh, and all of a sudden Jesus Christ whooped them principalities and powers amen uh, I'm telling you and defeated the devil at the cross because my sin debt was cancelled and paid and what was true about me is no longer true about me I was guilty but now I'm saved uh, I was headed for hell, but now I'm heaven bound. I was dirty and rotten and low down, but now I'm righteous and made pure and made whole because of the atonement of the blood of Jesus. And there's victory in my soul today because of what Jesus did at Calvary. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I know this world thinks that they've, uh, uh, they're winning the battle. This, the, the, the kingdoms of this earth think that they're winning the battle against the Christians today. Uh, amen. And they think that they're coming in for the last time and they're going to get rid of us. Amen. Uh, but let me tell you something, honey. We ain't going nowhere till God says we're going. Amen. Uh, we'll be around as long as God says we're around. There can't nothing you do about it. Uh, uh, God will take uh, the, the superpower of the earth like the, the, the nation of Egypt. Amen. Put them in a stark darkness where they can't even see the nose on their face and turn a little light on over at the house of the people of God. Amen. Uh, and he'll give us light when you're stumbling around in the darkness. Amen. Uh, and the trap that you set for us, you'll turn around and fall in in yourself and God will bless us. Uh, I'm telling you, you can't destroy what the blood of Jesus Christ has bought. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory. <laughs> hey, I might get excited here in a minute. Amen. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is our banner. Amen. 
Glory to God. i got to keep preaching. Jeremiah 23 and verse 6 says, In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And in this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. That's Jehovah uh, Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. Now what is the consequence of being declared righteous? It is that God's people dwell safely. God's people dwell safely. You know what brings on all this sickness, disease, and death in the world? It was sin. It was the curse of sin. Man was told not to be disobedient to God. We was warned that if we did, bad things would happen. But we went on and done it anyway. And we said, I'll show you. uh, I can have the best of both worlds. I'll not only sin, but I'll get by with it. And you found out that you can't. Amen. You're finding out that you can't. Uh, uh, there's no place to hide from God Almighty. And, uh, and God sees you in all of your sin and that secret sin that you think you've got covered up and can't nobody know about. And you've got it good and hid. God sees it and God troubles your soul over it every single day of your life because he's calling you to repentance. But listen, if you will be made righteous by grace and through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is a safety that you are instantly guaranteed. And that is the safety for from the wrath of God because Jesus took the wrath of God on the cross so that if you will shelter yourself beneath the cross, Jesus has taken the punishment for your sin. But if you want to face God out from under the cross and you want to face God without representation, you will face God with yourself and you will go to hell forever because you rejected the only hope of salvation whose name is Jesus. Amen. Romans 5.17 says, For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. And that's talking about Adam, the first Adam. Then it says, Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Simply put, uh, Jesus' righteousness can put a stop to the curse of sin and put a stop to the wrath of God that's headed your way, honey. Amen. And if I were you, I'd repent today. I wouldn't wait another day. The Bible says today, if you will hear his voice, uh, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation in the wilderness. Amen. Uh, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Uh, You don't need to put it off another second or another minute because God may not call you tomorrow, but he's calling you right now. Uh, You may not even make it home today, God forbid. But let me tell you, right now, you can come to him and he'll save you by his grace grace and he'll give you peace that passes all understanding and you can leave this place saying the Lord is my righteousness I know I ain't no good in and of myself but I ain't want you to look at me no more I want you to look at this robe of righteousness he done put on me amen and I'm telling you that you can be safe from wrath through Jesus Christ amen church and now lastly I want to close with this on Exodus 15 and 26 the Bible said and said if thou wilt diligently hearken Hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, uh, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, uh, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Amen. Now this is a very relevant message for today, seeing how we're plagued with COVID right now. Somebody say amen. Now let me tell you something. Jesus can do for us what the doctors can't even do.
Jesus can do for us what the so-called experts can't even do. In fact, sometimes I don't know which experts to trust. What about you? Amen. I'm just being honest. Sometimes uh, we wonder, but let me tell you one I know we can trust. His name is Jesus. Amen. And Jesus uh, don't plan on doing you nothing but good. If you will let him, he will heal you. Amen. Now the Bible says uh, that Christ is both the fulfillment of the law and the recipient of its promises and blessings for perfect obedience. Now think about that for a minute. Jesus didn't just fulfill the law, but he received all of its benefits through obedience. All of the promises of being obedient. Amen. Everything was given to Christ. Think about that. And when you get saved, you become an heir and a joint heir with Jesus. That means everything that's his is yours. Now, I know some of us, it's hard for us to think that way, and it's hard for us to believe that way, but that's where we got to get our thinking straight. Amen? Uh, you got to study that Bible and know what it says you've got. And a lot of people walking around defeated and don't know that they don't have to be defeated. Amen? Uh, you're walking around depressed. You don't have to be depressed. You're walking around lost. You don't have to be lost. You don't, you're walking around sick. You don't have to necessarily be sick. Can I get an amen? Now, here's the proof. Uh, uh, Jehovah Rapha means I am the Lord your physician or I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now Jehovah Rapha is given to reveal to us our redemptive privilege of being healed. This privilege is purchased by the atonement for Isaiah in the redemption chapter declared surely he hath borne our griefs or in other words sicknesses and carried our sorrows or in other words, our pains. That's Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 4. And don't you dare tell me I can't preach this because I'm a Baptist. If it's in the Bible, I can preach it. Thank you very much, honey. Amen. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 16 says, When the even was come, this is the proof right here, that Isaiah was not just talking about spiritual deliverance. He was talking about physical infirmities. For Matthew chapter 8 and verse 26 said, When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. He healed all of them. Not, not most of them, not just a select few, but he healed them all. And this, this is why he did it, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The exact fulfillment of Isaiah 53 and verse number 4. I'm telling you, Jehovah Rapha is the Lord, your physician. I'm preaching on all of Jesus for all of man. And I'm telling you, it's time that the church of the living God, no matter what's on the church sign, needs to start claiming everything that Jesus said that we could have. Amen. And quit living in defeat under this oppressed and wicked and sinful world. Amen. I know sometimes we still get sick and I'm not denying that, but I'm I wonder how little more, I wonder how much we could whip our sickness if we'd really believe God at His Word. I just wonder, I don't know uh, if we'll ever get to that place where we have perfect faith, but we ought to try. Amen. Uh, and you ought to read that Bible until it makes a believer out of you. Uh, but somehow or another, we somehow just accept defeat and well, uh, I know we're supposed to pray. Uh, 
But now sometimes it's the Lord's will that we're sick. Show me one verse in the Bible that teaches us that it's God's will for you to be sick and living in the results of the curse of sin after the blood of Jesus has been applied to your life. You won't find it. Amen. Now I know that some theologian or some Dr. Bottle Stopper is going to try to correct me on that but let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit of God has done convinced me and you're not going to make a, a doubter out of me. I believe God has all of this still available for whosoever will believe. And it's not my job as a pastor to entertain your doubts and what ifs and all the exceptions to the rule. It's my job to inspire faith in you and to inspire you to believe God at His Word and if I don't teach you to believe God for every word that comes out of his mouth, I have failed you as a pastor and I should resign today. Amen. That's right. But what about so-and-so? We pray for them that get, didn't get well. I can't answer all that, but I still believe God's a healer. And when I get sick, I'm going to believe for God to heal me. And when you get sick, I'm going to believe for God to heal you. And if He does or if He doesn't, that's, that's not on God. Something went wrong somewhere, but I can't blame God for that because anytime anybody believes God in the pure sense of faith, God responds. So something went awry, but we can't blame God for that now, can we? Well, I know I had everything right and God just didn't answer. You calling God a liar? Amen. What does the Bible say? If you have faith and doubt not, you shall have whatsoever you believe. That's what Jesus said. Now, either God's true and every man is a liar, or all of us are true and God's confused and senile, and I doubt that. Amen. What I'm trying to do is give you a little boost of faith. In this time in which we live, now I know we've got to be sensible. I'm not just going to go crazy. Now listen to me. I explained to somebody yesterday. I may walk out in my backyard and step on a snake I didn't see. And that may happen. But now if I see that snake, I'm not going to walk over and step on it intentionally. Amen. And if you have COVID, don't come testing my faith, please. You stay home, and I'll pray for you from a distance. Can I get an amen? If you're sick, stay at home. We're going to use some common sense, but we're also going to believe God. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a balance of this thing. I get all that, but listen, church, we need not fear. We need to build our spiritual immune system back up. Amen. And the antidote for doubt is faith. The antidote for fear is faith. And the only way you're going to get more faith is if you get more word in you and start believing what you heard preached and believing what was read. Amen. And the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word and really the best antidote we have for spiritual or physical sickness is the great healer the Lord Jesus Christ who still works miracles among us today amen church I'm telling you he's all of Jesus for all of man you want to know who Jesus will help can I say this the if he has enough grace to save you he has enough grace to make all them that other stuff available to you too amen whosoever will what qualifies you well do you want to come well then you're qualified whosoever will amen the bible says that if he if any among you sick let him call for the elders of the church that they may anoint him with oil that the prayer of faith will heal the sick and if there be any sins they'll be forgiven of them Amen. That tells me there's a solution for physical sickness in the church, and we need to put it to practice more often. Amen. Uh, you can uh, lay there and die if you want to, or you can get up in the altar and have somebody lay their hands on you, pray for you, and believe God to heal you, and watch God work a miracle. Can I get an amen, church? Amen. Now, I know this sounds too Pentecostal for some of you, but I'm in the Bible. Amen. 
I'm in the Bible. Now, I'm, not, I'm not scared. I'm done with caring what people label me or what they think about me. Because, listen, believing what so-and-so said about the Bible is not the same thing as believing what the Bible says. I'm just saying, read it, believe it. Read it, believe it. Read it, believe it. Be stubborn in your faith, even if it looks like it ain't working. Believe it anyway. Amen. And expect God to honor that faith some kind of way. And, and, and if he comes through, fine. If he don't, still praise him. Amen. But don't you let it foul you up because God is sovereign, God's divine, and he knows best. Amen. But nowhere in the Bible does it teach us to doubt God or to quit expecting him to work a miracle. I preach to you today all of Jesus for all of men. He can save you. So let me put it to you this way. Jesus atones for all of man's needs, be they spiritual, be they the soul, or be they the body. Thanks for listening today to Pastor Gary's message on True North. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an edition. If you've enjoyed today's message, please leave us a note in the comments and be sure to share these teachings with others. True North is a part of Gary Cottle Ministries, and you can learn more by visiting our website, garycottle.com. Is there something we could be praying for in your life right now? Let Pastor Gary know by sending an email to contact at garycottle.com. That's contact at Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. Would you do something for us too? Would you pray for this ministry of True North? We want to make sure we're following God's plans for us at all times, with courage to step out in faith and humility to allow Him to work. Please pray that we'd stay tethered to the Lord always. Would you also pray for others who will be listening to this broadcast? Pray that God will open ears and hearts to His truth, and that many will come to know Jesus as their personal Savior. Thanks for partnering with us in this way. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for joining us for this edition of True North.